great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Well, today I'm feeling just a little bit nostalgic about a commodity we have long since abandoned. Do you remember the good old days? Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to Truth to Ponder for this brand new week. And I am your host, Bob Bierman. As we get started today, just a few things I want to share with you before I get into the heart of today's program. Over the past several days, I've had a friend of mine helping me to reach out to some very fascinating people, some that do their own radio program or podcast, and I plan on having a number of people as guests on this program that also do similar kinds of programs like we do here at Truth to Ponder. Now, there's a reason I want to do that, actually several reasons, but there are a lot of great people out there. Each one of us is called to cover certain kinds of news stories to share information with you. And I'm hoping that as many of us can work together as God has called us to be, in essence, those that proclaim information and news to you, that you can find more than just this source. You can have several sources. I believe that the time has come where we as Christians need to work together more than we ever have before. Now, as I started the program today, I said I'm feeling just a little bit nostalgic. I'm realizing we are now in the month of April, April of 2022. And I look back over time. It was 50 years ago this month, 50 years ago this month. I can't remember the exact day, but it was 50 years ago this month that I started working my first paid job at a local radio station in a small town in upstate New York. The little village of Newark, not to be confused with New Jersey, little village about uh, 30 miles east of Rochester, about 15 miles south of, of Lake Ontario, Finger Lakes region. That's where I got my my real radio start. I'm not going to talk about the pirate radio station that we operated for a couple of years when I was in high school. We won't talk about that. But it did launch my career at the little radio station, WACK, 50-some-odd years, 50 years ago now, in Newark, New York. And I, I wake up some days and I go, where's the time gone? Where has the time gone? Now, when I started... 50 years ago, it was part-time. By the summer, I was full-time before I went on to a tech school in Ohio. So I spent a lot of time at that radio station. It was top 40, but it also, at noon every day, had Paul Harvey news and comment. And that's one thing that I remember from that radio station, probably one of the most, well, it had a waiting list of people that wanted to advertise on Paul Harvey. And why would people want to advertise on Paul Harvey? Very simple. The man was trusted. The man was respected. And to advertise your product or service or business on Paul Harvey gave your business a certain level of credibility. And so it was a desired place to advertise because Paul Harvey, when you look back over the years, he had integrity, he was honest, and he was fair and balanced in his reporting. Of course, he had a lot of opinions, and he gave you his commentary and his opinions. But unlike CNN that has to lie in the news, unlike MSNBC that willfully and gleefully will lie to you, 
Back in those days, in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, even until he passed away in 2000, I think it was whatever it was, he held his integrity and he held his audience. When I look over the landscape 50 years later in this radio business and the news propaganda that is just pumped out electronically and even to a lesser extent these days in print, I'm amazed that you know how we as a nation have fallen so far. We, we, we just don't understand the idea of honesty and integrity anymore. It's all about an ideology. And some of these ideologies are, are definitely dangerous. And so today on the program, besides letting you know some of the people I'm talking to and some of the topics that I want to get into this week, I want to share with you just some of the news that I've been reading over the past, oh, three, four days, much of it never makes it to, shall we say, your local news sources. Some of this stuff never even makes it to Fox News or even to Newsmax. But it's all true. It's all factual. It's all vetted. But see, we are distracted right now. And we are told to worry about Ukraine. A month ago, it was worry about a virus. It's always worry about this, worry about that. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. There's a lot happening. And if you begin to dig deeply into some of these stories that are they're right out there, if you look for them, you can find them. They're not, they're not secret. It's just that nobody wants to discuss them because it destroys a narrative. I saw one story over the last week that, that kind of made me feel good. The ratings for CNN are just awful. They, they just, well, they stink. They're just terrible. And, and they're trying to launch a new premium streaming service, kind of like, you know, uh, Fox Nation or something like that. It's, it's starting out as a dismal failure. But not surprising. See, people that are discerning truth know they can't trust CNN. What used to be the most trusted name in news back in 1980, maybe back in 1990, they, they took a turn and they decided to become extremely political and partisan. And, and, and MSNBC is no better. Microsoft, NBC, that's what it stands for. That was a big deal. Oh, about 20 some odd years ago. Microsoft. We're gonna we're gonna bring the technologies of of news and and online and computers together. And all they've done is create a propaganda monster. You look at what comes out in just general media. The TV, I stopped watching network television a number of years ago. And I did for, for a purpose, as many of you probably have too. The content is getting disgusting, sexual. It's getting to be just plain obscene. It's not fit for Christians to watch. So why support it? Why watch it? It's getting increasingly difficult to find quality programming that you can safely watch in your homes anymore. It's getting increasingly difficult with corporate radio owning so many AM and FM, primarily FM radio stations in many of the major markets. Some of the music that I hear coming out of a radio is stuff that 50 years ago when I started in radio, if I played any of that stuff, I would have been fired. I mean, it would have been obscene. You couldn't play it. But today, all bets are off. Our morality has just gone downhill. Our integrity is being eroded. Our character has been compromised. And we have rejected an almighty God in the process 
And I think we're really, you know, we are now reeling that whirlwind upon ourselves for the things that we have done. And all you have to do is just look at some of the news stories that so many of the other media are are missing. Now, as many of you know, my wife and I, we spend a significant uh, part of our time in Florida. And the rest of the time we spend up in the mountains. And I'll be talking a little bit about that oh, maybe in the next half hour, some some things that God has laid in my heart. But when you live in Florida, you are very familiar with the mouse, Mickey Mouse and Orlando and Disney World, Epcot, you know, all, all the various theme parks that make Orlando what it is today. 1967, the idea of this theme park came to a reality. And they took all this, you know, kind of swampland near a sleepy town called Orlando and created what we see today. And the millions of people that visit Florida each and every year. What was started out as a family-friendly venue from what was at the time. Look, I can't speak to the character of all the individuals in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and 70s in their personal lives. I can't speak to that. But I can say what they were promoting was a family-friendly, G-rated, G-rated theme park, G-rated movies, G-rated cartoons and products that, you know, I saw growing up as a kid and and my kids did and grandkids for a while. But somehow it has been going through this metamorphosis over the years. And so I'm thinking about what happened here in Florida. And, And once again, we've got a situation where the news... And certain people and certain ideologies are just out-and-out liars. There was a bill signed by, by our governor, Ron DeSantis. And, and this Florida law is, is primarily aimed at one thing, to keep teachers and school districts from literally sexualizing very young children in schools, like kindergarten through roughly the third grade. Number one, why should the schools be talking about gender? Why should they be talking about sexuality or any of that stuff? Or, you know, LGBTQ plus ideology. Why should they they be doing any of that to young, impressionable children? Number one, that's not their children. But we see now even Disney has gone to what I call the dark side. And whatever remaining apprehension that Disney's social agenda uh, is were dispelled last week. There was a a private all-hands meeting about this new Florida law, which, like I say, was designed to keep teachers and and school districts from proselytizing, you know, kindergarten through third grade students. Well, a lot of these Disney executives today, well, they've openly declared their aspirations now to push and instill LGBTQ ideology into children, and they're going to use their their movies, their television projects, and yes, ultimately their theme parks. Disneyland, Disney World, and and all the others. Now, they had a conference, and in this conference, they, they had instituted, you know, in Florida, we had instituted the Parental Rights and Education Law, which they gave the name Don't Say Gay, which is not what it is. I mean, that is a lie. That is designed to inflame liberal fools and idiots that don't really go past the headline. Oh, You can't say gay. Well, that's not. No, we just don't want you sexualizing little children in schools. Leave our children alone. Now, we've known for a long time that there's been a lot of age inappropriate things done with children all over the United States. We have we have teachers that are openly trying to steer eight and nine year old kids into gender dysphoria. 
well, maybe, Johnny, you really should change your name to Jill and become a girl. Or maybe, or maybe little Susie over here there needs to become Samuel and become a boy. This reprobate satanic thinking is being pushed on our children in many school districts. And you better be careful. I know, and I've been to some areas of the country that are conservative, and the schools still are, to a degree, conservative. But it's changing every year. Many parents are are becoming shocked to learn in their so-called conservative county, they have a very leftist school administrator, leftist school teachers, and leftist school board members that have an agenda to compromise and control and take over your children. And I'm not I'm not exaggerating. People are discovering this the hard way. You you find even in some of these conservative areas of the country, even where they're supposed to be, you know, you'd think that everybody goes to church. This is happening behind parents' backs. And they don't know it. Well Christopher Rofo who's a Manhattan Institute member, is best recognized for his leadership in the fight against critical race theory in public education. And he has some highlights of this meeting that Disney had. And, and, and here's, you know, one of the things you got to be careful of today, when you have a Zoom meeting, people on the other side or in that meeting may get a recording. And some of what you say... Uh, shall we say, may come out from that meeting. Once again, these are Disney executives having a meeting, discussing this new law signed by Governor Ron DeSantis recently, the Parents' Rights in Education, that they are calling the Don't Say Gay bill, which is a total mislabel. It's a total morally, intellectually, and journalistically bankrupt statement. So you can expect it from MSNBC and CNN, ABC, NBC, and and CBS. They're going to jump all over because they're into the woke issues. Now, there's an executive producer. Her name is Latoya Ravenow. Her name is Latoya Ravenow, and she, in this meeting, is is gloating about the not so all secret gay agenda that's that's occurring inside of Disney. They want to add, as she, her words were, queerness to children's shows. Now, if you don't, let me just play it. This is an audio cut. This is LaToya Ravenow, an executive with Disney in terms of programming. And this is what she has to say in that meeting. It's like, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge like informative part of my life. But at the same time, like I worked at small studios most of my career and I'd heard, you know, you can hear whispers. Like I, I'd heard things like, Oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little like sus when I started, and, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my, like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last, like, like they're turning it around, they're going hard. And then all that like momentum that I felt like that sense of, I don't have to be afraid to like, Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. Like I was just wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. Once again, this is from their own mouths. These are executives of Disney, of the Disney Corporation. The one that gave us Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and Goofy and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse when we were kids. They are now being used. And I want you to think about this. What a better way to indoctrinate your children and, and many a grandparent never noticing. Because, see, our memories of Disney 
are very different than the Disney of today. So many grandparents and even some parents falsely think that it's all good, safe, and wholesome for our children. Yet, you know, Disney production coordinator Alan March outlined his group. They have a tracker now in Disney to guarantee they can generate, are you ready for this, a sufficient amount of gender non-conforming characters. Gender non-conforming characters. In other words, canonical trans characters, canonical bisexual characters, and diversity and inclusion manager. They have a diversity and inclusion manager by the name of, of Vivian Ware, was attempting to explain the company has purged terms like ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from its theme parks. They want that magic moment now for gender non-conforming children and more. I'm telling you, this is happening in so many of our once reliable and safe and cherished institutions in the United States and around the world. It's time for parents. Yeah, parents, it's time for parents and grandparents and even great-grandparents to say enough is enough. We are not buying your books. We're not buying your DVDs. We're not going to your theme parks. We're not going to stream any of your product. We're done. You have crossed a line. You are doing something that is just reprehensible, and it's an anathema to what we as a family believe. And every time you watch something of Disney, every time you rent a DVD or download something for your kids to watch from Disney, even if it's old stuff, I don't care if it's the stuff from 50 years ago that I watched Cut it off because, see, they make money off of you even on the old stuff. Stop feeding this evil beast. It has been compromised. It has been destroyed from inside. So many things in our nation have been destroyed from the inside. Look, let's think about think about banking institutions of all things. You know, you remember the days I can remember fifty years ago, going to the local bank after getting my paycheck and and cashing my tiny little check or making my first deposit into my first checking account. I knew the bankers, knew the families. Everybody knew everybody in that town, and it was a locally owned bank. And nobody at the bank ever asked you, who did you vote for? Who do you support? What are your politics? What do you think about this? Because if you think the wrong way, we may may just want to get rid of your bank account. Because we don't like what you're saying. Because our politics are different. Nobody would have dreamed that 50 years ago. But it's become a reality today where there are banks because of the things you say or believe. If you're not into the gay and an LBGTQ gender dysphoria agenda, you might get canceled. See, truth now is whatever the left decides the truth is. We have allowed a monopoly of a handful of tech tyrants that are beholden to a single ideology to control and filter the majority of what you see and hear and can say and can participate in here in the United States and literally around the world. Those whose lives are strictly online, who depend upon Google and Google Docs and Gmail and all of it, you're being filtered, and you don't even know it. Facebook, you don't break their rules or you might get... You know, you might get uh, suspended for 30 days. I've got a friend of mine who's now on his 15th or 20th, 30-day ex- <laughs> suspension because he speaks truth. And he's not going to quit. So he's gone for 30 days. Then he's back. 
I'm surprised they haven't cut me off. I don't know why I've been so fortunate. But then again, I'm more of an observer in Facebook, except within a small group of friends that I'll communicate with. I, I don't, I don't jump into a lot of comp, you know conversations. I use those things as a window to what the world is now thinking and how far we have fallen. Propaganda. How do, how do your kids and grandkids, how do they get their, their news and information from their phone? And what are their sources? Yahoo? Yahoo News? Facebook News? Instagram? They text each other. They don't talk anymore. And I think all of us are falling into this trap at times, you know, where, where we are so connected. Doing this radio program at times can be both a, a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because I feel that the Lord is using me to help you as we try to navigate all of this weirdness in our world today. But it also means for me personally that I have to spend a lot of time digging and researching that news. I've got to be very careful. You know, in a world like we have today, all I need to do is make one big mistake and say something that is not true. and My credibility could be shot. I get a lot of people sometimes saying, Bob, you need to talk about this story or that story. And and I, I just don't do it for one reason. I have no assurity that what I would be sharing is true. And if... I was to be found out as somebody that shared something that was absolutely nonsensical. Well, it would ruin the credibility of this of this program. I can't take that risk. Look, it's one thing for some YouTube person who's probably been cut off now because of what he says. It's one thing for some people to to try to say anything as outrageous as they possibly can to get your attention. There's some websites that I look at a few times a week, and I get emails from some of these places. I will not mention them, but they have made some very absurd claims, oh, in the past two or three years, that never came true. Now, a lot of what they share has a strong element of truth, no doubt about it. A lot of it does. But see... Once they go over the line with that super weird headline, I'm not even going to say what these headlines are. And and people just click on it and they believe every word of it. And six months later, when none of it ever happened and it was all untrue, what surprises me is how many of these same people go back for more and are willing to believe things that are not true. And that's supposed to be people that are on the side of truth. So I've had to be extremely careful in this radio program. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. It takes a toll. My wife and I were talking about it the other day. You know, what is done, what is doing this radio show done to me health-wise? Believe it or not, it has taken a bit of a toll. Hate to say it, but it has. Of course, doing a radio program, you're not exactly exercising like you should. Um, I, I really probably am not eating like I should. And I've noticed over these past months being in Florida, working on this transmitter project, I'm not as strong or as agile as I used to be. I'm going to have to address that if I'm going to be able to continue to do this radio program. I mean, seriously, I'm going to have to do something if I'm going to continue to do this radio program to take better care of myself. I'll be talking about that a little bit after the break. There's a lot I want to share with you this week. And like I say, plus I've got a few people I'm going to be bringing on that I think are going to be really helpful uh, to you as well. When I do get back after this break, I've got a A series of news stories, you may have heard some of them, or bits and pieces, but I think when I kind of rapid fire through the headlines, it's going to be an eye-opener for you to just to get a good feel of where we really are, and then think, 
Who's been willing to share those stories? What sources, and there are many, and which ones have chosen to ignore them? That's even more telling. While we're at this juncture here, I'm, I'm really trying during this month of April, we're going to be going through a lot of transitions, my wife and I, during this month of April and into May, and so keep us in your prayers. Toward the end of this month, we head north, and God has just laid some stuff on our heart that I'll share with you a little later. I mean, some very important things. And it will be life-changing and, I think, ministry-enhancing. And it's really important. As a radio program, how do you listen? As a podcast, how do you listen? If you listen on radio, be it regular AM, FM, shortwave, whatever the case may be, would you let me know? I'm not building an email list. I'm not going to be bugging you for donations or whatever. I'm just going to say, let me know that you listen. Maybe you listen on KVOH. Maybe you listen on WRMI. Maybe KAOH, whatever. Let me know. And the time of day that you listen, you can tell me in your local time. Yeah, I listen at so-and-so, like, you know, 6 p.m. Central or 5 p.m. Central. That's fine. Or Eastern Time. Or maybe I hear you at 9 p.m. Pacific. Let me know. And if you do, just email me at bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Now, in addition, to pay for this shortwave airtime, and here we are at the beginning of another month and we're just getting things paid now, uh, we always need your help on the airtime bill. If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, the mailing address, of course, Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's a secure box number 3248. And we are in Crestview. One word, Crestview. The city is in Florida. And the zip code is 32536. Once again, real quick. Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 in Crestview, Florida, 32536. You can also find that address and other ways to support us from our website, which is truththenumber2ponder.com. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The mystery of the two messiahs. In a moment. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Today we continue the Palm Sunday Mysteries. In the writings of the ancient rabbis of Judaism, you find an amazing thing. There is not one Messiah, but two. How did this happen? Well, the rabbis were confused. They read in Zechariah 9.9 the Hebrew prophecy that Messiah would come on a donkey, ride into Jerusalem, humble and with salvation. Palm Sunday. But then they read in Daniel 7 that Messiah would come not on a donkey, but on the clouds of heaven in glory. Other prophets said Messiah would die for our sins, but reign forever. The rabbis couldn't deal with it. How can a Messiah come on a donkey, but come on the clouds? Die, but reign forever. So they came up with two Messiahs. Messiah, son of Joseph, who'd come humbly on a donkey and die for our sins. And Messiah, son of David, who would come on the clouds of heaven and reign forever. But the Bible only speaks of one Messiah. And the only answer is one Messiah, two comings. And the only one in history who could possibly fulfill it is Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, who rode the donkey and who will ride the clouds. Messiah, you see, must have two comings. And if you follow him, so must you. First the donkey, then the clouds. So in this life, you have to also ride the donkey. In the next, you'll ride the clouds. So in this life, my friend, choose to be humble and you will be exalted. Let go and you will have forever. Die to self and you will rise to life. Give your life and you will find it. Be a servant to everyone and you will know true greatness and glory. Messiah had two comings. And if you follow him, so must you. First, ride your donkey, my friend. And then you'll ride the clouds. 
Now, want more? Ask for Zechariah 9.9. And now the free gift for you, the mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel, better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, and real. The mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. And Sapphire's your daily vitamin supply for a victorious life in God. How do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, and call it. Call 1-800-YESHUA-1. Call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me in bringing the good news back to the people who gave it to you, Israel, and the unreached peoples of every tribe and tongue on five continents. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Nice Jewish Boy, 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Until next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah Ravinu, our teacher. Beerman. And welcome back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Beerman. Got a number of news headlines and little stories. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of depth on these, but you may have missed them. I just want to give you just a little kind of quick insight of what's going on around you. The narrative is very much a controlled narrative these days, and I'm afraid that, that what's happening, even to some discerning individuals, it's getting buried in the noise, the news you need to hear. It really is. And so I want to get into that a little bit more today uh, on the program and share some stories you may have missed. want to also thank you for the letters that you write, the emails you do send. And, and I'm thinking about several that I've been, I don't have them in front of me. I am impressed about one thing. The number of people that are now listening to this program all across Canada, Quebec, Ontario, uh, also in British Columbia, Manitoba. These these are regions that I'm hearing from, and and I even thank you, some of you that from Canada that are financially supporting this program. We even have financial support coming in from from Australia, and, and I'm thankful for for all that you do to keep Truth to Ponder going each and every week. Hard to believe we're in our 19th month of doing this program. And I wondered if it would make it even, you know, 19 days, let alone 19 months. I wasn't sure. But I I just felt strongly that I needed to do this particular radio program. Also, I'm excited that I'm beginning to hear from listeners, especially on the west coast of the United States, including states like Nevada, New Mexico, West Texas, Oregon, Washington State, um, that whole region out west, that prior to not long ago, on shortwave, you couldn't hear this program. We, We just did not have a signal that could reach Utah and all those regions. We are now airing 9 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Pacific Time. And the frequency is that transmitter project I've been working on of 9455 kilohertz. That's 9455 kilohertz. We can be heard all across the West Coast. I've been listening all the way from Anchorage, Alaska, down into Mexico. The signal is reaching Hawaii. And for a number of hours a day, it's even now making the journey all the way in to Australia. We're just wrapping that project up. It's taken its toll, and I I mentioned that before. And and I'll I'll tell you what's on my mind after doing a project like this. Well, there's a lot of news stories out there, and, and, and our minds right now, and I don't care if you watch regular network news, even the so-called conservative news. Ukraine is is pretty much the topic du jour. Let's be honest, it is. And we are getting, in my opinion, 
And I got to preface this. Now, listen to me carefully. I am not an apologist for anything Russia or Putin or any of it. I'm not. I'm just looking at the totality of the story and not the slanted story or, or the one missing bits and pieces. It's easy to, to, to see the fact that, that Russia invaded Ukraine. I'm also beginning to see a lot of stuff being said is not mm, really, it doesn't make any sense. Somebody wrote an interesting analysis that I want to share with you, and, and you may agree with it, you may not, but I want to share it and I want you to think. One of the listeners to this program shared an email with a number of his friends, including myself, and, and it's just a, an article by a man by the name of James Ricards. James Ricards, and he, he writes in what is called The Daily Reckoning. Now, just so you know who uh, James Ricard is, um, he's been involved with a number of, uh, he's been an editor for things like Strategic Intelligence, Project Prophecy, Crash Speculator, Gold Speculator. He's, an, he's a lawyer, economist, an investment banker with 40 years experience. He worked in capital markets on Wall Street. In other words, he knows his stuff. His work regularly was featured in the Financial Times, the Evening Standard, New York Times, Telegraph, Washington Post. He was often a guest on the BBC, Irish National TV, you know, you name it, Fox, Bloomberg, CNN, Wall Street Journal. He also testified before the House of Representatives about the 2008 financial uh, crisis. He's also the author of A New Case for Gold back in 2016. And he's written a number of books. Well, he had this item that he put out, and I want to share with you because he makes some excellent insight, and I don't want you to miss this, and I want you to think about it when you hear it. It's entitled, I've Never Heard So Many Lies. And Ricards writes, all wars are full of lies, Winston Churchill famously said, in wartime, truth is so precious that it should always be attended by a bodyguard of lies. Now, we accept that idea. Secret invasion plans, of course, should be closely held. The identities of spies should be kept under wraps. New weapons and defensive tools should not be revealed to your enemies. Obviously, it makes sense. Still, just because the government may have legitimate reasons to deceive the public in wartime does not mean that the citizens don't have a duty to at least find out the truth to the extent that they can. And what he points out is that this Russian-Ukraine kinetic war and the broader U.S.-Russian economic war are full of more lies, he says, than any public event he's ever seen in his lifetime, including Vietnam, Watergate, and, and a host of others. Now, see, he writes that the official U.S. narrative, as echoed by the mainstream media, which, by the way, includes Fox and Newsmax for the most part, Russia's invasion of the Ukraine was unprovoked. That's pretty much what everybody says. That Putin's three-day blitzkrieg of Kiev has failed, Russian forces are bogged down, and the valiant Ukrainian troops are putting up a powerful defense and regaining lost ground with the help and weapons from NATO. Now, in this official sanctioned version, Zelensky is now the new Churchill rallying patriots against an evil dictator. And as uh, Ricards writes, and I tend to agree with many of the things that are beginning to trickle out, all of that is either entirely or mostly false. And he points out something, and I'm going to add something to it. Russia's invasion is the end result of 14 years of provocation by the West, including repeated declarations that Ukraine will join NATO and a U.S.-backed coup d'etat in 2014 that displaced a president at the time that was friendly with Russia. Russia never planned according to Ricards, and I think he's accurate in this. They never planned a Bitzkrieg, you know, like, you know, Hitler did in World War II on Kiev, or Kiev as they call it now. 
That's a Western invention intended to make Putin look like a failure. In fact, Russia is slowly and methodically taking territory in the south and in the east of Ukraine, which will secure the Russia's border and control of the seacoast. It'll eliminate pro-fascist elements in Maripol and establish a pro-Russian autonomous zones in the Donbass. This is, this is what Ricard writes, and, I, and as I begin to dig deep, and I'm going to share something else you need to understand. A full assault on Kiev, or Kiev, if it ever comes, is the last thing on the list. Ukraine may reoccupy a village here and there, but they are losing ground in a number of places which are of strategic importance to Russia. And, of course, Zelensky, no matter how he is portrayed on television, is no Churchill. He succeeded with a great public relations effort to present himself as a strong wartime leader, standing up to the big, bad Putin. But in reality, he's an oligarch, you know, corrupt. He's a former comedian actor with millions upon millions of dollars hidden in offshore accounts. His acting skills have have made his propaganda efforts, you know, second to none. But if you really look past the glitz and the public relations campaign, you'll see just how phony he is. See, innocent civilians, including women and children, are dying under his failed leadership. His inability to come to terms with Putin long before any invasion began. In a nutshell, this according to this article, Zelensky bet on the support from Joe Biden and the West, and he lost. Now, also remember, and don't ever forget this, no matter what you think about the Ukraine situation and how we're all supposed to be mad at Putin, the Democrats in the United States since 2016 have been poking that Russian bear, accusing Putin of interfering with the 2016 election, which was a lie, a total fabrication, a damnable lie, in my opinion. Anybody that propagated it should be charged with felonies, literally felonies in trying to steal an election. That includes Hillary Clinton and everybody involved, every lawyer and all those who perpetuated it, including Nancy Pelosi, including Adam Schiff, who lied through his teeth for year after year about Russian collusion and Trump. They're traitors to the United States. Gallows should be bought out, and they should be tried and, and, if appropriate, executed. That's my opinion. This is how bad it is. So you've been poking the Russian bear, accusing him of all this. So you you expect him to listen to you now? And, you're try, and you cause in Ukraine a coup d'etat. That's R-C-I-A. That's Brenner. That's Clapper and all those clowns, those globalist clowns. You're going to trust them? The same ones that tried to overturn an election, you're going to believe them now? They lie to you on viruses. They lie to you on everything. But this one, hey, we're telling you the truth. I don't believe it. There is enough evidence, according to the article again, from numerous sources to support the analysis Some of the best sources come out of Switzerland where their military experts are infuriated that traditional Swiss neutrality has been cast aside. Pentagon leaks say the same thing. The story from inside the Pentagon is that Putin is not acting recklessly, but is being patient and methodical. You don't hear that, obviously, because it goes against the narrative. We have to make Biden look strong. We have to say that we're winning. We all stand with Ukraine. It also says that in spite some civilian casualties, Putin is actually, according to some insiders at the Pentagon, using a restrained approach. There is absolutely no sign that he's going to be using chemical, biological, or even nuclear weapons. Are the economic sanctions working? Not at all. These severe sanctions, payments in and out of Russia have been blocked Central Bank of Russia has been banned from the global dollar payment system. Guess what? 
The same is true for the 10 largest Russian banks and a long list of wealthy millionaires and billionaires and Russian government officials. But you know something? What is Putin doing? Let me explain where he is really winning on the international scene. We may have frozen some Western bank accounts. Export of critical technology and high-tech equipment have been banned. U.S. and European airspace has been closed to Russian airlines now. And other sanctions will be imposed so that if another nation like China sells good to Russia with U.S. technology, the nation will be punished also. Yeah, like we're going to punish under this administration China? I don't think so. Not going to happen. Economic sanctions of these kind, they sound powerful, and they do have some impact, but they won't work. The sanctions against these oligarchs in Russia are doing Putin a favor because he doesn't get along with them anyway. It reduces their power. These or, these oligarchs, as 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 uh, Ricard writes, is uh, they may lose a few yachts, but guess what? He doesn't like these oligarchs anyway. They're clipping their wings. The bottom line, the bottom line is that Russia has something that the world needs. They have oil and they have natural gas. They have strategic metals like nickel, titanium, palladium, and aluminum. Well, guess what? Russia and Ukraine also, also provides most of the grain to Europe. The result is that because of thinking you're cutting off Putin, you're cutting off your own nose to spite your face. There's going to be starvation in parts of the world and massive food price inflation worldwide because of these. They're cutting the gas off and the oil off to parts of Europe. And if you want to buy Russian oil, you need to use Russian rubles, which are now backed by gold. Look at your dollar bill here in the United States. The good faith and credit of the United States were trillions of dollars in debt. We have nothing but promises. If you don't believe me, I mentioned at the beginning of the program, I started my first paid job in radio 50 years ago this month. I didn't make a whole lot. At least it doesn't sound like a whole lot today, a little over $100 a week when I got to full time. But see, that's like making 800 or $900 a week today. That's how much our dollar has been destroyed coming off the gold standard and piling on debt. Every time our government spends billions and trillions of dollars, the dollars in your bank account suddenly become worth less. And when you start playing games on strategic metals and food and, and oil and gas and everything else, all these prices go up and food goes up. These sanctions are not going to stop at what's going on in Ukraine. They're a total failure. In the long run, they will have virtually no impact on Russia, but they will have an impact on us. Somebody once pointed out, Putin has proven to be a master chess player while Biden is beginning to play checkers. When we impose the sanctions, when the United States imposed sanctions, the value of the ruble collapsed. And natural gas and oil were still allowed because Europe is totally dependent on, on that oil and that natural gas. And the world is facing an energy shortage independent of the war in Ukraine. Oil and gas were paid for in U.S. dollars. So, what did Putin do? You want to buy my oil and my natural gas? You buy them in rubles. Oh, by the way, rubles are now backed in gold. You can either use rubles or you can pay us in gold. Take your choice. No United States dollars will be taken. We don't want your American petro dollar. Who's really winning? This is an economic war, not so much a 
you know, there's a war of words, there's a war of propaganda. But look at your gas pump, look at the food prices, and look at what's going to happen by summertime. If you know, if you can plant a garden, now's a good time to think about it. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. And believe me, my wife and I are making those same plans. We know what's coming. It's funny, Russia still gets the dollars if it wants it, but they want gold. And what's it going to do to the American dollar? You think inflation is bad now, we could be heading toward hyperinflation. One guy put it this way, Putin thinks many moves ahead on the chessboard and Biden is playing pin the nail on the donkey with a blindfold. Sanctions will, according to this article by Ricard, by Jim Ricard, will harm everyday citizens and consumers. Inflation is surging, and it's because of the sanctions. But the pain on American people is just beginning, and it's going to get worse. Watch the prices keep going up. Our growth will lag, and stocks will go down. This is not great news for those that love war. You know, the as Eisenhower called it, the um, the military-industrial complex. The best information is that the war in Ukraine will last longer than most of us expect. It will produce supply chain shortages and disruptions and will just make the inflation we're experiencing worse. And Jim Ricard's of the Daily Reckoning, and I've read his material over the years, and he's always been accurate. Putin is going to be the one that prevails. The Ukrainian people and the Western consumers will be paying the heaviest price. Whether you agree or disagree with that, it's a good analysis. And and I think, you know, it's lost in the propaganda war these days, especially coming out of this White House. Now, Got one other story that I want to share with you that I think is rather important. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. We've been told since the beginning of this, well, vaccine rollout that the vaccines are safe and effective. Well, news is coming out of a lot of places. Your odds of actually contracting the virus are now increasing if you are fully vaccinated and boosted. Younger people are having strange illnesses we've never seen before. This story out of Miami. The tennis world is reacted with shock after favorites had to retire during the quarterfinals of the Miami Open. They're talking about people in their 20s and 30s having to drop out of of playing in, in in these finals of tennis. 15 players had to drop out for health reasons. Of course, they're They're all fully vaccinated, just in case you didn't know. And I wonder, how often has that happened in the past where 15 players had to drop out? They just couldn't couldn't compete because of their health. Tomorrow, I've got some more stories that I want to share, shall we say, taking you behind the headlines. It's hard to find news that is accurate. And sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. We just don't. I know the left does not want to hear the truth at all because that would destroy what their goals are. That's just the way it is. And that's why we continue to do this this radio program. I'm not going to have time today, but tomorrow my wife and I are really praying about something that God has laid upon our heart. And, And I think that we'll know more as the days move forward. I believe there's a, an opportunity for this ministry. If you believe in what we're doing, would you consider your financial support to keep us on the radio? If you can, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Truth to Ponder. The mailing address is 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's Ancient Word Radio is what you make the check out to. Mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 that's number 3248 we are in Crestview Florida and the zip code is 32536 once again that zip code is 32536 you can also find out more at the website on how to support this radio ministry till tomorrow 
May God bless you. Oh, and if you get a chance, tell me how you listen to the program. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.